turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. So in every category of life, there are some people doing the right thing, and so you can't categorize every person the same way. So I'm not going to let go of God because of one bad preacher. Because what I've learned is you don't stop eating because you got stomach flu. (laughs) You get some baby wipes and you figure that thing out. (laughs) You know you need baby wipes. Lord Jesus. (laughs) But, But you don't stop eating. You don't stop eating because you know you need it. And it's the same thing with God's word. Just because one person led you astray does not mean you don't need the word. We need the word. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. Well, to God be the glory. Today I'm delving into part three of my series, What Kind of Soil Are You? Part one was the power of the seed. Part two, the mentality of the sower. Today we're going to deal with the soil, the soil. And next week I'm going to focus on the souls, the souls. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Now, the word is the seed. The word is the seed. So the Bible says the word is the seed. And the soil is our heart. Now, the seed always works. But it works better in good soil. Look at your name and say good soil. Hallelujah. The condition of a person's hearing the word determines the outcome, not the seed. The word is never the problem. Instead, it's how we react. To the word. Ooh, Jesus. Communication is a two-way street. See, we get so focused on saying it right, but you got to hear it right too. Amen, amen, amen. Now, this is good for relationships. You have to say it right, and you also have to what? Yes, Jesus. Pastor Charmaine, don't, don't start. It's, it, we just started right now. Just, just say amen and keep moving. Praise the Lord. All right, let me read you this story. When I first enrolled in seminary, this is not my story, it's a story I read. I found an apartment next to the railroad crossing. I wondered why the apartment rent was so cheap. I found out the first night. A train came through in the middle of the night, blasting its horn. It didn't just wake me up. It felt like I had a heart attack. Every night when the train came through, it blew the horn. At first, I thought about changing apartments, but then I started getting used to the nightly awakenings. I would wake up a few times and go right back to sleep. Eventually, I got to where the train horn didn't make me wake up. 
I had hardened my heart to the train. I couldn't hear it anymore. The same hardening process occurs when God speaks to our hearts and we don't respond. Eventually, we stop hearing his voice because our hearts have become too hard. Hebrews 4, 7 says, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. I thought about my kids. I love my kids. But the last two are naggers. Joe Moe just seems like he was a perfect child. You know, every child's perfect till you have another one. Do I, do I have any witness? Do I have, you know, you thought, that, hey, man, praise God. And, and uh, this, the other two, mommy, 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 daddy, 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 mommy, mommy, daddy, mommy, daddy, mommy, daddy. And I realized I have now developed the ability to not hear them at all. Do I have any witnesses? And if you are not a witness, you don't have kids yet because you will develop an ability to not hear nothing. And they seem to be like, don't you hear your child calling you? Don't you hear them? I don't hear nothing. (laughs) You must not get to that place in your faith walk where you stop hearing God's voice. Jesus. Uh, look at your name. Say, neighbor, a pastor is going to step on your toes. So go ahead and move your toes a little bit. Wiggle them toes. Because uh, uh, praise God, you might walk out differently than you came in. Okay, today we're going to teach from Mark chapter 4. By the way, you know, you're gonna, I'm going to love you. Don't worry about it. Uh, this is a review. This is a review. Listen, a sower went out to sow seed, and he was sowing some seed fell on by the road, and the birds came up and ate it. Other seed fell on rocks where there was not much soil. And immediately a plant sprung up, and because the soil had no depth, and when the sun came up, the plant was scorched, and became because it had no root, it dried up and withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns came up and choked it out and yielded no grain. And verse 8, and the other seed fell into good soil. Everyone say good soil. And as the plants grew and increased, they yielded a good crop and produced 30, 60, and 100 times as much as they had sown. And he said, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Oh, Jesus. I don't know who this word is for today, but boy, bless me. Verse 14, verse 14. Hallelujah. (laughs) The sower sows a seed of God on good, of the good news regarding souls, these first group are the ones that fell along the road. Everyone say the road. Ha, ha, ha. Fell along the road and where the word was sown, but when they, when they, when they hear, Satan immediately comes and takes the word which had been sown. Okay. Appreciate you, Michael. Here's the road, y'all. Here's the seed. The seed can't take root because your heart is too hard. You hear the word, but the word just bounces off. Ooh, Jesus, who's this for? And it's, anybody has some people in your life where it seems like you talk to them and it just, just don't get it? Lord Jesus, and I keep putting seed out there, but it just seems like they never get it. Three indicators of a hard heart. Ooh, write this down, because when you go home or go to work, you're going to look at them and say, you got a hard heart. Number one, you don't want to talk. 
Jesus. This is marriage ministry 101 right here. You know, I don't want to even talk to you. Anybody had that come? The separate room, praise the Lord. Sleep in separate beds. Hallelujah. Praise the <laughs> Look what it says. 2 Corinthians 6. We are speaking freely to you, Corinthians. We are keeping nothing back. Our heart is open to you. There's no limit to our affection for you, but you are limiting your own affection for us. Now, in the same way as fair exchange for the love towards you, I am speaking as I would to children. Open your hearts to us also. What happens when your heart is hard, you don't want to talk. When your heart is hard, your, your heart is hard, you don't want to talk to nobody. Raise your hand if you've been there before. So whenever my heart is getting hard and I don't want to communicate, it's an indicator of the condition of my heart. Ooh, number two, number two, you don't want to listen. Ooh, Jesus, I didn't want to hear nothing from you. Anybody had that conversation with somebody? They don't even want to hear. Now look what the Bible says, Exodus 7.22. But the magicians of Egypt did the same by their secret arts, enchantment. So Pharaoh's heart was hardened, he did not listen. When you stop listening, you stop learning. When you stop learning, you stop growing. And that's the condition of many hearts. Your heart has gotten hard, so as now you don't listen. And when you don't listen, as my daddy says, eventually you're going to feel. And people keep on giving you, don't worry, we'll clean it up after church. So, you don't want to talk, you don't want to listen. Number three, you don't want to think. I don't want to think about it. Anybody heard that statement before? As soon as I think about you, I want to cuss. Oh, don't even look at me like you never thought that before in your life. Yo, Ephesians 4, look what it says. With the Lord's authority, I say this, live no longer as Gentiles do. For they are hopelessly confused. Their minds are full of darkness. They wander far from the life of God gives because they have closed their minds and hardened their hearts. Every now and then in church, people come here, and if the pastor talks about money, you don't even listen because you've already what? Because all they want is my. But when you go to McDonald's, you don't say that. When you go to the movies, you don't say that. When you go to the casino, you don't. But last time I checked, they don't stop building parking lots at the casino. Now, how they build all these parking lots? Who paying for it? I don't hear anything. Why is it so quiet? <laughs> but see, what happens, the Bible says the enemy has blinded them. You don't even, so, so when someone's trying to educate you, you don't even listen. My baby boy, Josiah. <laughs> we were at uh, uh, tutoring one day, and uh, no, I forgot the school he was at. And the, and the teacher said, Josiah, and when Josiah doesn't know something, he said, no, no, no. He won't even receive or listen. And when I thought about it, that's what a child does. You should be mature enough to at least dissect the word, hear it, and say, okay, that makes sense. 
or don't make sense. But if you don't open your mind to receive anything, how can you grow if you never listen? Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So, th- so then that's one ground. Oh, Jesus. Next slide, next slide. Look at this. In a similar way, there are those in the second group, the ones whom the seed has fall on rocky ground. When they hear the word immediately, they receive it with joy, but accept it only superficially. And they have no real root in them, so they endure for a little while. Then when trouble or persecution comes because of the word, immediately they are offended, displeased at being associated with me, and stumble away. Jesus. So now the word hits this person, but see, they don't have a root system. It's not deep enough. So as soon as persecution comes, they fall off. Pastor, what do you mean by that? (laughs) The enemy attacks the seed because his goal is for it never to take root. What does that mean, Pastor? You get a great word from church. You say, I got it. I'm going to change. As soon as you get to the parking lot, somebody cuss you. You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. In the meantime, we wanted to let you know that you can hear our current series and many others by logging on to our website at freshwindradio.com. We all know communication is important to developing any relationship. But when it comes to our relationship with God, communication is vital. Prayer is the key to strengthening the lines of communication between you and God. And Dr. Jomo Cousins wants to help you build that conversation by sending you his prayer CD. For your gift of any amount to this radio ministry, Dr. Cousins will send you this audio compilation of prayers pulled right from the Word of God. So to give your gift today, simply visit our website at freshwindradio.com. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. For your gift today of any amount, Dr. Cousins would love to send you a copy of his brand new book, The ABCs of Success. This brand new book unpacks the secrets of building success in your life by learning to survive every storm. This book can be yours today by logging on to our website and clicking the donate tab at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the word. The enemy attacks the seed because his goal is for it never to take root. What does that mean, Pastor? You get a great word from church. You say, I got it. I'm going to change. As soon as you get to the parking lot, somebody cuss you. See, that's what I'm talking about. 
Anybody in church, you're leaving church and you get a text that this changes your whole day. See, the goal is attacking to get you at the early stage because, see, once the seed takes root, it cannot be uprooted. So the goal is to get it when it's small. Get it out of you. So what happens, this is how the enemy works. Oh, this is good. He wants to get you young to where you get an identity with God. And that's why it's critical, parents. Train your children up in a way. Because, see, if the word has taken root at an early age, then you don't have to fight these fights. I was talking, I was writing my son. I said, say, hey, son, uh, every, month, every, every money I give some money, give 10% to God. He said, okay, dad. Because, see, it's a seed to him now. But if you wait till you get too old, and now you think everything belongs to you, it's hard to change that joker now. But if you catch them when they're young and say this, but see, if you get the wrong impression of God, all they want is this and all they want is that. I said, but, but, but who told you that? Our uh, pastor Nias told me this one this week. Oh, it blessed me. He said this. Now, this is one of them things that it's not who, the truth that they don't know that hurts them. It's the lie they believed. Oh, that hit me like a ton. It's not, the, it's not the truth they don't know that hurts people. It's the lie that somebody told you that you believed. And now you've based your theology on a what? And now your whole process of your life was based on a what? I had a lady say, Pastor, well, my daddy told me, you know, pastors are thieves. Okay. Some are. Most aren't. Some doctors are liars. Some are. Some aren't. Some judges are selling children into jail system. And some are. And some priests do some things and some are. So in every category of life, there are some people doing the right thing. And so you can't categorize every person the same way. So I'm not going to let go of God because of one bad preacher. Because what I've learned is you don't stop eating because you got stomach flu. You get some baby wipes, and you figure that thing out. <laughs> you know you need baby wipes. Lord Jesus. <laughs> Woo! But, but what? you don't stop eating. You don't stop eating because you know you need it. And it's the same thing with God's word. Just because one person led you astray does not mean you don't need the word. We need the word. And that's why it's so key. You get the word in you. Because you allow one situation to identify our great God. God is good and good all the time. Now, people got issues. <laughs> Hallelujah, praise the Lord. So what happens whenever... You get a good word, get ready. Because as soon as you decide, you know what? I'm going to start giving. 
Don't worry, you're going to see a simple story. Pastor taken down. Pastor has 15 babies in church. No, 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 this time, no, no. We hear the stories of the bad, but we never hear the stories of the good. Y'all know the news. They're not going to talk about the people who are doing the right thing and living right. No, we're going to talk about who's doing. So then now you paint the whole, whole category as this. I get it all the time. Every time someone meets me. So who you play for? I play for Jesus. What team you on? Jesus. Never lost a... <laughs> now... Jesus. Verse 18. And the others, those are the ones whom the seed had sown among the thorns. These are the ones who had heard the word, but the worries and the cares of the world, the distractions of this age with its worldly pleasures and the deceitfulness and the false security of glamour, wealth, or fame, and the passionate desires of all the other things creep in and choke out the word. It becomes unfruitful. If you haven't figured it out, this is what this is. The challenge with the thorns is that the seed and the weed grow at the same time. The challenge is there's limited resources. Meaning, if you don't start to weed some of these things out your life, Before you know, they'll choke out everything. Uh, Some of you have some relationships that need some wheat. You got some people in your life that's sucking nutrients from you. There's some people in your life taking up time that you don't have. And there's some people that you need to say, you know what? God has given me the gift of goodbye. And uh, I believe our season has changed. And I have to... Let go and let God. Hallelujah. Uh, so, there's, there's some people right now borrowing some money that's not yours. Uh, you know what? God told me to tell you, you're a weed, not a seed. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And, and, and if you could really un- understand that there's some weeds in your life, and you need to get rid of some of these weeds because you know what? I need people who are going to sow seed and not to, to suck. Because it happens if you're not careful. They're good things. But they're distractions. I tell my wife, I say, man, you know, I know you love people and all the other stuff, but you can't have lunch with everybody. I said, I know you want to be nice. I said, you know, I get all these text messages. Everybody want me to pray for them. Now, you know, there's thousands of people. You know, want me to pray for them. I said, amen. They said, what's that, Pastor? Whatever you said, I said, amen. Now, you pray, I say, amen. No, no, no. (laughs) I don't have the power. He does. I'm just saying amen because I'm coming into agreement with your need. No, no, see, see, (laughs) it's all about him. It's not about me. So I realize with everything you add, something's taken away. What do you mean by that? Uh, I, I tell my wife, oh, I said, babe, be careful about adding that because it's going to take something away from us. You, only, you have a finite amount of time. And if you add this club and that club and help this person, help that person, before you know it, something's going to suffer. So before you add, analyze. 
As the Bible says, count the cost. So here's what we got to do, family. Write down the people in your life that when it pulls up a caller ID, you start rebuking the devil. As soon as the number pops up on the caller ID, you start saying, I rebuke you, devil, in the name of Jesus. You, you. <laughs> and then identify the people in your life that when they call you, you feel refreshed. And then you start writing them down, say, you know what, I need some more of them. I need to get rid of these weeds in my life. Raise your hand if you know somebody that's a weed. Cousins, senior pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Freshwind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Freshwind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio.